Coming to you live from the Venetian Hotel in Las Vegas and Money 2020, this is Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic. Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance, where we supply expert views, riff on the news, innovate and investigate actionable insights, unscripted banking with a caffeine kick. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, inviting you to sit back, grab a cuppa, kick up your feet. Here we go. If you're looking to grow your digital banking business, check out Lemonade LXP, the digital growth platform for financial institutions and fintechs. Lemonade LXP has both ingredients you need to drive digital growth, a learning experience platform that uses daily micro-learning to give staff the knowledge and confidence they need to promote and support your digital capabilities, and a digital adoption platform that supports your digital capabilities with technology walkthroughs that you can author in just minutes. So if you're rolling out new technology, merging with or acquiring another FI, or just looking to drive digital banking growth, you gotta drink the lemonade. For more information, check out Lemonade LXP at www.lemonadelxp.com. Thanks once again. We hope it's once again. <laughs> For tuning into Bankadelic, we continue to be here with you at the Venetian in Las Vegas, Nevada for the 2023 Money 2020 convention. And it has been a fun one. I'm hearing from a lot of people it's a little more laid back than it was last year, but there are certainly a lot of people out on the floor. I haven't seen the estimate yet, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's way over 5,000 people. And out of those 5,000, we got to pick two really special people <laughs> here, here with us today. Everybody else can line up and wait their turn. From Typhoon, we have Marcel King, the chief commercial officer there, and he is based in Henderson, Nevada. Typhoon is a leading provider of digital banking solutions that's committed to working with customers as partners. And that's embodied in the mantra, everyone builds features, not everyone builds relationships. Typhoon is also the creator of Infinia. That's a lauded retail commercial digital banking platform with close to 30 years experience. Marcel is also a partner as of 2023 at Demopolis Equity Partners. Now, also with Typhoon, an old friend of Bankadelic, I'm meeting him in person for the first time, which is how it should be, and we're glad we finally got to do it, Keith Riddle. Keith is based in Columbus, Ohio, and he is Typhoon's Senior Vice President Business Development. His track record as a leader dates to 1989, when he was Vice President Sales of Marketing at Corporate One Federal Credit Union. Most recently, he was in a very important role, CEO of the Americas at Bankify. But he has now taken on this exciting new challenge at Typhoon. Gentlemen, welcome to Bankadelic. Thanks, Thanks for, having for having us, Lou. Thanks for having us, Lou. We're excited. Great. So am I. And Keith, we'll start with you because it's really quite the challenge and shift and adventure to go from one company to a new one that is growing exponentially. Tell us about what was behind making the move and why you're excited to be with Typhoon. 
Thanks again, Lou. So uh, I appreciate you mentioning 1989 was my uh, entry into the financial <laughs> services in the fintech environment. Uh, but, but throughout that period of time, I've had a lot of experience within the payments arena and specifically in instant payments and other payment streams as well. So the opportunity, when I had an opportunity to uh, connect with Marcel and discuss the Typhone commitment to instant payment support, and we had a previous relationship as part of my time at Corporate One, and when he was at Piveris, which he'll, I'm sure he'll preview with oh, you. Wow. Uh, so we had an opportunity to talk about the payments opportunity as we look forward, and there's a significant commitment that's been made by Typhoon to the instant payment support that was very exciting and a great opportunity to leverage the experience that I had in working with fintech providers and others to enable that to afford the Typhoon um, framework that has been put in place. So just happy to be on board with Typhoon and excited about the instant payment opportunity. Great. And speaking of Typhoon leaders, Marcel, we have you. Take us under the hood a bit and tell us about what you do and what you find rewarding about it. Awesome. Thanks, Lou. Appreciate the, the opportunity to, to be here with you and finally meet you in person as well. Um, so I am Chief Commercial Officer for Typhoon. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, Lou, Typhoon provides digital banking uh, and engagement solutions to financial institutions. Uh, they have also launched a payment solution to support the FedNow uh, instant payment services. Uh, and so I have responsibility for product strategy across both of those verticals, both the digital banking as well as payments, uh, as well as our sales and marketing strategy and execution. Um, so it's, a, it's an exciting uh, time at Typhoon because FedNow was just recently launched. Uh, and we were one of, well, not one, we were the first uh, organization to initiate a transaction Yay. on FedNow. So, uh, and there is so much opportunity uh, for financial institutions to participate. And, you know, so what, uh, what, what makes this fun and, and what do I like about it is that, uh, you know, I'm working with a, a fantastic team, uh, the senior level team, uh, Siva Narendra, uh, Jamal, um, uh, Nizar Jamal, and uh, Prabhakar Tadapali, all in the C team are, um, just geniuses uh, across the board. Uh, so it's exciting to work with that team. And then, of course, to bring on Mr. Riddle here uh, to, yeah. <laughs> to, to add to the, uh, to the team was a, a big win. And so, you know, we're just looking forward to you know, helping financial institutions and uh, uh, their, their members or account holders uh, improve their financial lives and, and help them make money, uh, move money much easier. And I'm going to pick up the ball you just gave me and run with it, which is to talk about... Fed now, and you guys have not only transacted that very first time among all players, but that you're taking a leadership position, which implies not just one transaction, but a lot of forward motion to come. Why did you decide that developing a solution was important to access Fed now? Yeah. So there are a couple of reasons. Uh, number one is our uh, mantra and the fabric of our DNA is partnering and collaborating with our clients. Mm. Uh, Star One from day one of, of Typhoon was a significant contributor uh, to us building out our original digital banking solution. Uh, and as a progressive uh, and leader in the credit union space, uh, working with a uh, very strong technology team, uh, we wanted to partner with Star One to develop and build out a solution to support FedNow. 
Uh, and, and the vision there was, you know, there are existing, there is an existing payment rail out there that's instant. Um, however, it's owned by the largest banks in the country. And there mm-hmm. are many community financial institutions that have apprehension about working with the large banks. Yeah. And that's just the reality of it. Uh, and so when we had our discussion with Star One, uh, the ability to not only support them, but bring instant and real-time payments to every institution in the country uh, is is what excited us. Um, there's, uh, uh, when you think about the, the need for instant payments, uh, you think about the beneficiary of payments is really the where, where real-time payment drives value, mm-hmm. whether it's at the consumer level or at the business level. Everyone wants their money faster, yes. right? And when 60% of the U.S. households are managing their money check, paycheck to paycheck, it's even more important that they get their money faster. Mm-hmm. And you've seen the, the growth of the kind of early payday loans uh, and consumers taking advantage of that because they're living paycheck to paycheck. And there are times within that between cycles, they need money. Uh, and we believe that uh, the instant payments uh, capabilities is a way to really drive uh, home the fact that consumers can get their money faster, businesses can get their money faster, and they can support the emergencies they might have, whether it's buying groceries or paying for the utility bill. Uh, The ability to give them their money faster is, we think, going to drive more value for the institution, um, but more benefits to the consumer because they can manage and control their money uh, sooner than they normally would. Yeah, and that fits in with the reality technologically speaking and financially speaking, that we've got to get to real time. Yes. So even in my own life, which is why I'm going to bow my head and salute Typhoon here, (laughs) I might work with a client who, let's say, owes me $1,000. They're happy with the work. I'm happy with them. And now the waiting game begins. 30 days, 60 days, Mm -hmm. 75 days. And the reality is if I go to my electric company and say, well, you know, my terms on paying this bill are net 60 days, (laughs) I'm going to come home one day and the lights will be off. So it's a fantastic service that you're providing. Now, if we back the lens up a bit and go to the world of community FIs, right, this has been macroeconomically speaking, a challenging time. Interest rates up, fear in the stock market, the implosion of Silicon Valley Bank, the implosion of FTX, even though it's a crypto, rippling everywhere, dire economic forecasts. Some of this isn't new. Economists tend to Mm -hmm. be on their own planet, Right. right? But we've also on top of everything, have a Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, who's not very media savvy and drops words a lot that suddenly the market's down like 200 points because he said fear or something like that. So it's a challenging, challenging time. And I'm wondering from your joint perspective, what you see as some of the biggest fears and challenges that community FIs have noted specifically in regard to this world of instant payments? 
I think one of the items that gets expressed in many meetings that I'm within or even conferences is this aspect of the consumer or the member or the business, just as you've noted, their expectation. Mm -hmm. The entire marketplace has moved into immediacy as the expectation because they can secure those experiences from traditional non-financial institutions where they're doing that today with either digital payments or other use cases. So the experience creates the experience they want to have with their primary financial institution in terms of being able to move their money. If I can move my money in real time through another experience, why wouldn't I expect that from you, community financial institution? So I think the underlying experience and the aspect of retaining those customers they have, not even the net new growth, is what the community FIs are really starting to focus upon because if they don't, they'll see continued attrition, not necessarily in deposit balances leaving, mm -hmm. but the relationships that may be extended into other areas with other financial institutions or non-financial institutions oh, yeah. that offer that immediacy. So you talk about the invoice collection and payment. It is a significant need in the small business vertical. Yeah. And there are many studies that say 55 or 56% of those types of organizations don't even use an accounting platform on the back end. So it's important for Whoa. them to actually secure those funds as quickly as possible. And if the FI provides that convenience and immediacy to their customer base, then they're going to retain that and have an opportunity to leverage all that data, which is another instant payment opportunity, mm -hmm. to actually start to look at some predictive aspects of that business and provide mm -hmm. relevant services. So I think it's customer expectation, not only foundational, but key in that they have to meet that expectation. Yeah. 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 If, if I could add to that, I think one of the challenges is the institutions know they need to meet the expectation, right? So mm -hmm. they see it out there, they know they need to meet it. And the question is, well, how do they meet it? Okay, sure, instant payments is out there, but what we're finding and what we're hearing is that a lot of institutions or individuals at the institution think that faster payments means faster fraud. And I was going to just yeah. hit on that. We were talking <laughs> earlier about this idea that, not that I would do this because I'm an honest guy, you can go out and buy for about 75 bucks a fake identity mm -hmm. and you can cook it and be patient and grow it like a poison weed. And then suddenly you're in a position where you can take enormous sums of money and larger financial institutions, and this just baffles me to no end, they'll write it off rather than pursue and try to get their money back. So when you're talking about faster payments means faster fraud, help me to understand from Typhoon's point of view, your point of view, mm -hmm. what needs to be done to address that, how it's being addressed? Gotcha. So, so I think there are a couple of areas that we have focused on in terms of helping mitigate fraud in a faster payments or real-time or instant payments uh, environment. Um, the biggest challenge around instant payments or any payments is fraudsters want to move the money out as soon as they get access to an account, whether that's through an account takeover, mm -hmm. uh, credentials uh, takeover. They're trying to move that money out of an account as quickly as possible. Uh, there are solutions out there that may provide transaction limits at a global level. So maybe the transaction limit for the institution is $2,500. Yeah. Okay. But that's still $2,500 that can be moved out if I get access to your account today and want to move it out today, right? Um, and so what we are doing is not only focusing on transaction limits globally, but transaction limits across individual segments of your user base. So maybe a net new user has a limit of $500, 
mm-hmm. but your existing member account holder that you've trusted and has been with the organization for, for quite some time has a $2,500 limit, right? So that's one. Uh, number two is protecting a user so if their credentials are hacked, right, or they give up uh, uh, or they change and, and add a new recipient, as a hacker would do, they go in and they set up themselves as a recipient and then send money out. Uh, we have a thing called uh, cool-off periods. And if it's a net new recipient, we have a cool-off period that says, okay, we're going to lower that threshold. So maybe it's $2,500 for me because I'm trusted as an institutional uh, member. But because I just set up a new recipient, I'm going to bring that level down, that threshold down to say $500. Mm-hmm. And I'll give you a perfect example. Uh, our primary lead customer in building out FedNow, Star One, uh, they had a, uh, a fraudster uh, who convinced... A, an account holder to give up the OTP, the one-time passcodes, mm-hmm. that generally are set as thresholds to mitigate fraud. Um, but this person gave up the OTP for every for four different transactions. Oh, okay, wow. uh, they lost, let's call it thousands of dollars on ACH. But because of our trusted device, as well as the thresholds for cool-off periods, because that was a new recipient. It went from a five thousand dollar limit to a five hundred dollar limit. Mm. They only lost five hundred instead of five thousand. To the rescue. Right. Yeah, to the rescue. You got it. <laughs> and so what we're seeing is that the instant payment uh, rails that far, that Star One is using, we're actually seeing a sixty percent lower fraud rate on those transactions than they traditionally have had on ACH. Right. And so when you start thinking about the dollars that are moving through the network, 60% is significant. It is right? significant. It is significant. It's huge because it's moving faster and faster and faster. Mm-hmm. Our world is moving faster and faster and faster. And payments is part of a global financial infrastructure that is moving faster and faster mm-hmm. and faster in all sorts of ways. You know, just to think of banking as a service, for example, sure. right? You get involved in that and suddenly it's lose bank. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if I've got the, <laughs> yeah. the credit. Uh, let alone. I trust that's you. A, that's that's a high growth bank, Lou. Right. You're smart. Right. Now, one of the favorite questions I have when I you know talk to people who are doing innovative things is, to assume, for example, that I come to you guys, I say, Marcel, Keith, I get it. I'm sold. This is a no-brainer. But I have a different way of maybe wanting to approach this, or maybe I have a different business model. And this whole idea of instant payments is important to me, but I don't know where to start. What do you tell them? Yeah, so what we would recommend is certainly understanding what are those key initiatives they have. So it may be something they want to plan for, but in a future period, and be able to support one of those complex, I'll just call them workflows or aspects. At a minimum, we work with the financial institution to start supporting receive. So as Marcel indicated, that's a key aspect that most folks expect to at least receive those payments instantly. So we will go in and work with the financial institution or a partner that represents a variety of financial institutions and say at a minimum, let's make sure that all of your institution's partner or you as an institution can receive those immediate payments. Mm. So they can become the, the beneficiary of all the build out of what is happening within the FedNow participant FI base. Mm-hmm. Then we'll work with them to say, okay, what are those send use cases? 
that you want to pursue as part of your payments modernization strategy. Yeah. And it could be things related to, I want to be able to move money to and from accounts that I own, or to and from accounts that are trusted accounts, as Marcel indicated, within the digital platform. And we'll work with their partner, or with the financial institution, uh, to ensure that they can support those use cases. And then you look into business use cases. You mentioned about invoice collection. That is a significant opportunity. Again, on the receive side, if you can help these SMBs receive payments faster, it is a win for the financial institution, whether they're a credit union or community bank. Oh, so they'll love you. They'll, they'll love us. So we, can, we take a very consultative approach in working because every FI is different and understanding, okay, this is where you want to do as your end state, but you need to start in receiving payments as quickly as possible so you can retain those customers that we talked about earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, to, to that point, uh, if you look at some of the data uh, in the marketplace now, the payments that are coming in as instant payments, payroll is the highest growth rate for received payments, mm. right? Uh, and so, again, the importance of an institution being able to accept those payments in real time becomes more critical to those recipients. Again, those may be living paycheck to paycheck, and if they have to wait another day uh, for ACH payments versus same day uh, payroll or instant payroll, that could delay them being able to you know, pay a bill or a utility or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, so you know, we've, we've seen the payroll uh, use case grow significantly over the last uh, I would say you know, probably six months or so, as more and more businesses start understanding the value of instant payments, they're starting to adopt the SIN side, and the recipients of those SINs traditionally, uh, or I would say, uh, are, are more likely to be consumers who really need those funds uh, more immediately. It, and it's driving the aspect of the consumer relationship with the financial institution. So yeah. if I am going to get my payroll and, and, and I find out that you're not on the list, that are receiving those payments or giving me the opportunity to get that payroll instantly. I may transition accounts because of that. Yeah. yeah. You know, I like to think of it this way. Everybody builds features. Not everyone builds relationships. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yes. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to just also emphasize this for listeners, right? If you are doing the right things and you're interacting with this type of Typhoon technology through your financial institution, you also get something else that banks, if you're listening, drives loyalty. It's peace of mind. Yes, absolutely. Peace yes. of mind. Absolutely. I cannot tell you from my own personal standpoint what it is like to bite the nails because someone in some office in Topeka, Kansas, apologies to good people in Topeka, <laughs> forgot to put in my invoice and went on a two-week vacation, mm. and I get that phone call two days after the payment was supposed to go into my bank account saying, well, you know, you're going to have to wait. Blue went on vacation, and they forgot to file the invoice, and it's like, what? You know, it's really just stunning on a personal level as yeah. well. And just want to, I've got a hat on too, people, yeah. if you're listening, take the hat off to you guys. Mm. Now, there is also this notion of, you know, really being able to look at a use case, a place where the rubber hit the road. And it's not just people, and it could be anybody at any company, by the way, talking mm. about, well, we do this, we do that. We make this possible. But to see that it's playing out. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can walk me through one of these or help me get 
the understanding from not just tell but show? Yeah, absolutely. So the primary use case that Star One started with was account to account, external transfers. So I want to move money from my Star One account to my external account, which could be a primary FI account. So let's say I want to move savings from my, my savings account with Star One to a checking account uh, at uh, XYZ institution because that's where I'm paying my bills. So mm-hmm. and I've, I've, I've had a, an, an accident, I need to fix my car, and I gotta pull money out of my savings. I need to immediately get that money as quickly as possible yes. so I can use my debit card. So that's, that's one example. Uh, another example of 8A would be on the opposite end of the spectrum, I, I'm a stock investor and mm-hmm. I want to make a trade today because I want to make sure I get this trade in before whatever, right? Yeah. I, I want to do it immediately. Uh, and so I want to move my money to say Charles Schwab as an example mm-hmm. uh, and, and then be able to make in a trade immediately versus a two or three day ACH transactions. Mm-hmm. So A to A external transfers is the call it least common denominator for sin for financial institutions mm-hmm. because consumers are already moving money via ACH in and out of your institution. Instant payments becomes an alternative to move that money faster. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as an example, uh, the first 60 days uh, since Star One launched, 17% of their total transactions are now instant payments. So you're, they're basically displacing ACH with instant payments and their members are driving that value because they see the value of that instant payments. The experience has been built right into the traditional experience of moving money. It just now has an instant payment option. So if I see that I have Lou, who I've been sending money to, it's, you can see that Lou is now eligible to receive those payments instantly. And as I mentioned, 17% of the, all the volume now that is going through Star One's A to A solution uh, is our instant payments. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's a wow. Now, as I'm so eager to get back on the casino floor and put all my money on the blackjack table, just like my old man used to do, by the way, um, I would love to ask you guys, because number one, fear is a constant, especially today. I think people are looking at all the things happening with the economy at large and wondering if this is a good time, but also because in general, people are resistant to change, even if it's a good change, right? So let's say the community FIs come to you and again, starting with that initial like, hey man, this is a no brainer. We wanna do it, but they have that fear. They may not know what the journey looks like. They may have other concerns that overwhelm them, they add this into the equation, they get confused. What's your advice? Yeah, our advice is, again, in that consultative fashion, working with that financial institution or a partner that may represent a variety of institutions, and outline their, I'll just call it a modernization plan, where we're going to start and introduce those low friction use cases that are easier to adopt while we build out, <clears throat> excuse me, the opportunity for the institution or the partner to enable those cases, whether it's account to account transfer or other things where they may be able to provide that to their business clients. Mm-hmm. So what the partners are looking for is a streamlined way for them to have an interface to a provider that offers a, a variety of use cases or a broad portfolio of 
functionality so they don't have to integrate to someone for one piece of functionality, somebody else for another piece of functionality. The financial institutions are looking for the same. Show me an opportunity to facilitate a roadmap that is going to meet my fundamental use cases as well as my more advanced use cases and know I can grow with you. And that's what we'll continue to do with like a star one. That was their foundational use case. Mm -hmm. They're certainly looking at opportunities well beyond that to stay on that progressive and innovation aspect. So I think that consultative aspect and educational aspect as well. Yeah. So Narenda issued a, um, a white paper on the FedNow opportunity and what it means for community financial institutions. So I think they would, should look to, uh, to Typhoon for that continued education, but take advantage of the resources and the, and the, uh, the knowledge that we have and in going through that, that journey. The ability to listen too. You guys are great listeners. You yeah. know that's something the company is uh, really uh, staking some turf on. Well, my wife trained me on that, so I, it came uh, natural when I joined Typhoon. <laughs> <laughs> my wife is kicking my ass on that front, but I haven't quite learned yet. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. Anything to add to that, Marcel? Yeah, I, I, I'll touch uh, on what Keith mentioned earlier. It's the, what's the low-hanging fruit? The low-hanging fruit for instant payments is receive only, right? We touched on the payroll uh, receipt of funds. Uh, the Treasury is now connected into FedNow. So when you think about tax time, those payments come in faster because they're going to be instant. Uh, you think about refunds, insurance claims, as the bigger organizations start to initiate transactions. The small organizations who may want to wait and see or haven't really defined or determined what their SIN use case is, receive is a necessary, it's necessary for institutions, otherwise they're putting themselves at a competitive disadvantage. As Keith touched on a little bit earlier, if I hear from Keith that his, his, uh, his payroll is getting in two days earlier than mine and we work for the same company, it's because he's on instant payment and my institution is not, mm -hmm. I'm going to be asking Keith, hey, can you tell me who I should contact over this institution or just go online and originate my own account. But I think the receive only is the low-hanging fruit. Uh, it's very lightweight from an integration perspective. We have connectivity into almost a dozen cores to support receive only. Uh, the, from a fraud perspective, you don't necessarily have to worry about the outbound fraud and losing money on the outbound. Um, but you know, from an in, uh, incoming perspective, it's it's very lightweight, very light overhead. And think of it as a as a debit card transaction. Yeah. You don't have to have the same level of support. Um, for debit cards as you have for other slower payments that are, tend to have much more exceptions. You don't need that nine to five on weekends. So I think the closest comparison is to think about instant payments on a receive side and a send side as a debit card transaction, and which means that you don't necessarily have to have 24 hour support uh, and you can support, obviously give your customers what they need to uh, transact and, and pay their bills and, and buy their groceries and all the other things they spend money on. Receive. Receive only. And send. Yes, that's right. You guys sent a lot of really cool stuff my way today, and I was happy to receive it. Uh, we're going to do this again at some point, I All hope. Right. And Keith, I should mention, great to finally meet in person after doing the duo on Bankadelic previously. Gentlemen, thank you so much for being on the podcast. It's been our pleasure, Lou. Thank you for having us. We really appreciate it. Thanks very much, Lou. Marcel King is the Chief Commercial Officer at Typhoon. He is based in Henderson, Nevada. And Keith Riddle, based in Columbus, Ohio, is Typhoon's Senior Vice President, Business Development. Be sure to look for Marcel and Keith on LinkedIn.
You're listening to Lou Carlozo's Bankadelic, the colorful side of finance. This podcast is brought to you by our friends at NMD Plus, based in London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas. If you like what you've heard here, be sure to check out NMD Plus's financial technology podcast, Dave and Darm Demystify, with hosts Dave Wallace and Darmesh Mystery. Bankadelic, sponsored by the William Mills Agency. For close to 40 years, the William Mills Agency has served hundreds of companies that provide a wide range of products and services in the banking, payments, mortgage, credit union, and related markets. The William Mills Agency is the largest provider of PR and marketing services for companies that market to the financial industry. For more information, visit williammills.com. Have you thought about how you'll gain the upper hand in your search for stellar talent? Banker Hire leverages a niche industry with uncommon insight. They're committed to finding you qualified commercial and community banking, lending, compliance, HR, retail, and wealth talent. Banker Hire prides itself on listening and solving problems. Their approach is 100% hands-on and heads-up, giving you what you need to make smart, actionable decisions. For more information, visit BankerHire.com. With more than 1.2 million page views annually, Talking Biz News is the go-to source for happenings in business journalism. Whether you're a PR professional, a business journalist, or someone just breaking into the field, TBN is a source that you cannot do without. Whether you're following the Washington Post, New York Times, local media outlets, or some feisty news startup, Talking Biz News has you covered. Job openings are also listed and updated every day on the TBN website. Be sure to sign up for your free subscription to the TBN newsletter at Talking Biz News. That's Talking B-I-Z News.com. Thanks for tuning in to Bankadelic. We hope you join us next time and check back in the weeks ahead as we build our podcast vault. Our producer in Chicago is Ken Montone. Our business consigliere, the one and only Rob Gaynor. Dude, I totally got into the show. Thanks as always to the William Mills Agency for their generous support. Thanks also to Banker Hire, Lemonade LXP, and Talking Biz News, a division of Vested LLC. I'm Lou Carlozo. You can catch me on LinkedIn. And when I'm all done, those Chicago dogs, I'll be linked out. Until next time, so long. Bankadelic is a production of NMD+, London, Chicago, and Austin, Texas.